My name is Prime Chung, Prime Chris, and my co-host is with me today, Andrea from Living Evil News and Edgy Hoon. How are you doing? Hello, I'm. It's a Saturday morning, so I'm just a little bit sleepy, but here we are. Yes, I had to drag you out here because you know bad timing for me, bad scheduling wise. But we are excited to be here. The world's is. Ongoing today, there will be day three of the semi. I mean, the quarterfinals. But as for us, our journey unfortunately came to an end last week. We'll do some review of not just the second week of groups, but also talking a little bit about what we have accomplished over the years. Big picture thinking, I think we had a successful year. It's been a lot of fun, a lot of great memories, and we have a lot of people who share that sentiment. What are you? What are your thoughts about Evil Geniuses 2022? Um, it was a year of subverting expectations, right? Yeah. They started in locking, and people were like, "Oh my God, they're going to take it all!" Like, remember how they went to the series with TL, and people were like, "They can contend," and then they got three out, right? But it's like <laughs> exactly wow. And we're gonna walk. Was, yeah. Yeah. yeah and go. Then it was spring, and it was like no way they win, right? And then <laughs> oh wow, they won. <laughs> And then it was summer, and everyone expecting them to win, and it's like, oh no, they're not. <laughs> right? Where it it's been. I would say if this is if this is our brand, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just walking us through like all these like high expectations, disappoint, and then come back with like an amazing play. I'm I'm for it. <laughs> I will be for. We'll gonna do a quick memory、uh, trip down the memory lane after our discussion of the world's performance. But overall, even though we only had one win through the whole thing, right? Spoiler alert: we had one win. I think it was highly not just entertaining, but I saw a lot of elements that I can be say that I'm proud of our team, what they have accomplished, what they how they perform at world stage. Yeah, I agree. I think. Uh, they performed better than I expected. <laughs> that sounds、mm-hmm. so bad, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's our brand, Andrea. We're I mean, better than we're expected. They, they were against some really tough competition, and、mm-hmm. I definitely started to feel like they had just a mental block against G two. And so the fact that they managed to like, no, 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 we don't, and then just completely destroy them, that was really satisfying. Yeah. Absolutely. After the first week of groups, we were in this. It was already a tough draw. We got JDG, Damwon, and G two. In a way, I'm glad we got to face G two, be in the same group as G two. It's、mm-hmm. just、same. needed some 
release needed some uh, redemption after our MSI performance, international performance. Now, after week one, things started to look bleak because we showed up very well against the Eastern teams. And against G2, we got stomped. We got completely <laughs> demolished in that game. It was horrible. So let's let's review what happened in week two. We started our day with G2. We had to play three games on that same day and kind of uh, everyone had to play within their groups. We started with G2, we had JDG, and then we finished the, um, our, our era with, not our era, our year with Dom1. So do you want to take the G2 game? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, I mean, uh, it felt really good to stump them like that. Oh my gosh. It was so, so we got fun. The, uh, the, the Lucian Nami, right? Yes. God, the bottling was just popping off. I mean, what can I say? And then Inspire was on Hecarim and he was like zooming around the map and Impact Shen! Out of, out of nowhere, Impact Shen, guys. We know Impact Shen. He's so good at that. And he just pulled it out and said, this, this game is a win. Oh my gosh. We probably threw them for the first time ever. I think we threw we were on the end where our draft surprised them, took them off guard. Um, I don't know if you remember all the way back to MSI, they took the Anivia against us in their first game. Oh, and yeah, the, the, the good old strategy of picking <laughs> champions that JoJo doesn't understand to beat him. G2 thought they were that they, they had everything covered, thought they were prepared because they banned the Mordekaiser last, which mm -hmm. is yeah. a good idea. They were going to pick Gorn. They knew. So you don't want... mm -hmm. Yeah, they picked. They, they actually their bands look really good. Mm -hmm. They they banned Gangplank too, so like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no they they were they were way more fearful of impact than I think they were fearful of inspired or MVP. Go figure. Uh, but yeah, the the draft looked great. I think after we took the Nami Lucian Nami. Um, I didn't think they have a bad draft either. They had the Draven Thresh bot lane. I mean, I'm not entirely sure what Draven yeah, does. They didn't do anything, but... <laughs> <laughs> Once but... again, what is mm -hmm. it with, with people picking Draven into EG and doing nothing with it? That is so true. Uh, there, there's... And my thought is, like, Draven is an early game champ, so you have to win early. Uh, and I think they're trying to answer Lucian Nami because that's, that's kind of the idea too, right? Um... Uh, maintain neutral lane or get win the lane but oh my gosh Targamas fed his ass off in this game <laughs> and Thresh is one of my favorite champions I think he is one of the stronger champions in this meta but oh lord that was that was brutal that was a brutal game for him uh, maybe less so a bad game for G2 but a really amazing game from us because we did to them what they did to us in week one that's a really good game from Kaori Right. Um, the dives, the rotations. It was. It right, was that was the game with the dive, right? The, yeah. The early game that with with Inspire and when they yeah. Yeah, that we was did. So good to watch. It was like a three man dive, and the Draven and Thresh couldn't do anything, and, and then, then we. Did, mm -hmm. Then Vulcan like gets executed. <laughs> Absolutely stunning gameplay. Wonderful. Uh, honestly, I think the Shen was an amazing pick for. Uh, Jojo, <laughs> he got bailed oh. out so many times. <laughs> Jojo was trying so hard to style on them, and he couldn't do it. But it was so funny. He was like just running around the map, trying to get kills and not getting anything. And 
but then still escaping it was so much fun <laughs> He was like, no, 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 let me, let me get this, let me get this, and he wouldn't get anything done. I mean, he was putting a lot of pressure, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was so fun. Uh, it, it uh, you just know this game meant a lot for him. It was very personal, for maybe Probably for the whole team. For all of them, right? Yeah, for like, the whole team. But JoJo yeah, was the like one that tried. Well, versus yeah, versus yeah. two. And we claps the caps. He did nothing this entire game with it on his Azir. It was it was a wonderful to watch. If you if you need anything to watch on EG, this is one of the games. I think the it it does come through as one of my favorite uh, memory of 2022. Not my best, not my top tier, but it's it's up there because the manner we played, the rotation, it we were up. What seven to zero? We were almost to the point where the casters were thinking mm -hmm. we're gonna we might go deathless or we might perfect game them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was close, except for JoJo running it down a couple <laughs> times. But you know, it's JoJo. Uh, it's JoJo. Can't help but it's a growth, you know. He he ran it down the first week, in a way. Try tried to do a lot, and uh, you know that was not as fun to watch, but. Then we have him seeing him again in a game that we won, and you see that he's growing. He's still growing. He's still improving, and I'm I'm excited to watch him in next year. All right, and so again, mark this uh, bookmark this game. Watch the vod. Watch the highlight. No, watch the game in its entirety and just enjoy that. This is really fun. Then we head into our second game against JDG, where I think we were. Trying something out with the inspired fiddle. Uh, it's, a bit, it's a bit rough when you had to go fiddle into Silas, right? Uh, <laughs> that seems a bit scary. Yeah. Um, they took the Nami Lucian for JDG. That was already scary. Was, oh, this is a game with the die bot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, yeah. We held out as far <laughs> as we can. JDG is just on a different level. Like, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I feel like this the, the other two games felt decided by one play. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, we it, it was we kept it as close as we can, not as close as when we did in the first week. I think we actually were winning in the first week mm -hmm. against JDG. The first week was the, I think the first week was for sure better mm -hmm. for the games versus AD and more, but. Mm -hmm. This wasn't too bad either. Like, did they they didn't play badly most games except maybe the G two no. one in, in which they got rolled. <laughs> no, no. Like relative to all our NA peers, the hundred thieves no, and I the C nine, we were we were in it. We were in the game until like a fight breaks out, until a one mistake, and even then we didn't completely like roll over. We still fought, tried to fight back. That's what I love to see about our team. Um, unfortunately, it's Kanavi on the Graves, Yagao on the Silas, and, you know, uh, nothing to be ashamed of. I th felt this was a good game overall for uh, a performance that's worthy and showing that we are, you're ever so closer to being on par with some of these um, LPL, LCK teams. And then uh, we kind of wrapped up the day. We were, I don't know about you, Andrea, I was like, this is the Singe game. This has to be the Singe game. 
Promise me Jesus in you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, didn't he say he would pick it? Yeah. Yes. He said he would pick Sinjin in the last game. <laughs> break our heart, Jojo. You break our heart. Uh, but <clears throat> he didn't. We went back to what I think was comfortable for us with the Lucian Nami again. Inspired took out the Belveth. Which I thought, hey, we might actually have a chance. Um, and let's see, Impact was on Orn. Jojo back on the Akali. And then Damwon's comp was very, very. Um, it was a strong sustain. I would say that's with the between the Aatrox and the Sejuani, and then also um, Silas picked against us. Now this game was I felt it was it was a good game as again. Uh, Kaori actually did really well. I think he was leading the team in kills without deaths for a while, and. We kept it as close as we can, but you know, it was no, just yeah. They had a lead bot lane, and then they drew it. <laughs> <laughs> Canyon, like, go ahead. Uh, yeah, the the fact that they got the lead in the first place was really promising. So Impact was like dying, uh, like not dying. I mean, but like he was like suffering and struggling in top, but mm -hmm. he was okay. He was, I mean, he's horn right, so he mm -hmm. just has to survive the lane, and then. The, the the other side of the map was winning really hard for G until they fed random kills to to the enemy and yeah, yeah. that sucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it does, but again, this felt more like still a, a competitive game overall for for a good mm -hmm. portion of it. It feels like they're just punished too hard whenever you make a mistake and it that you cannot get back into the game. Mm-hmm. And comparatively when G2 played against these same two teams, they got rolled over. That's true. That's true. Better than you do. At right. least we better than you do. We finish the... Our, 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 for me, the lasting impression is that we are getting closer. And that's a good feeling to have. We're getting closer. Whereas, you know, other teams, you look at them and they're like, oh, we're, we're done. We don't have a chance. We just, like, you know, YOLO ball it. All right. Uh, any closing thoughts as we kind of wrap up our world's run? I thought, um, you know, we did underperform. You know, we were expected just like what any team supposed to do. We actually showed up well um, based on what we had in mind, what our goal was at the beginning of the year. It's to make worlds, to be competitive. And I thought we did that. Um. I guess I feel like <laughs> I must be a little bit of a downer, but I feel like there was definitely a potential to do better. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean getting out of the group; I just mean just getting more wins. Uh -huh. I feel like, of course, that all of that has an asterisk, and it's the fact that the team barely had any experience together, like mm -hmm. as a group of five. And but they also had like way more practice than the other. Yeah. Teams. So, I mean, and I mean in the world's patch, right? In mm -hmm. the world's environment. Yes. And it's not the same because when you move from playing to groups, like the meta also changes because mm -hmm. all the teams are different. So there's a different sort of world meta going on in there. So, but like, I still feel like there was potential to do better. I don't think, I don't think one win is something like I feel super, super happy about. And I, I know I'm being mm -hmm. super like, strict about it but like 
it just feels like to me this team was really really good and i think they could have done better even if people like uh, people mm -hmm. come and say about uh, talk about the third seed that the mm. fact that they're the third seed, this team shouldn't have been the third seed. No. And I, I feel like people don't remember that, but this team should have been the third seed. They should have mm -hmm. been our first seed. Mm -hmm. the next first seed. They should have gone as that. Like, mm -hmm. just because they had, like, like that issue in playoffs and that stopped them from, like, doing better, doesn't mean they weren't the best NA team in the whole year. Like, oh, they, yeah. were, they were the best team NA had during all of summer. They were the team that won spring, so it's they were even the team that was stumping through everyone in looking. So they were a really good team most of the year. They were probably the best NA team during most of the year, and just because they came here as third seed doesn't mean we should expect less of them, less of them, right? Because exactly. playoffs, playoffs was just a little pocket of uh, unfortunate situations and mad, bad meta reads, but that doesn't erase the rest of the year. So. I feel like a lot of people get fixated on the on the set on the third seed thing, and I just think that's just incorrect way of seeing it because this team shouldn't have uh, been a third seed in the first place. So, absolutely, excellently said, and that is a what we probably what need to do in this show, and that what we have uh, set up for. This is a great segue is to remind them, remind them what twenty twenty two was for EG. You've already gave us a very great, uh, like, quick outline. We started the year, you know, nobody gave us a chance. It was Team Liquid, 100 Thieves, C9. <laughs> and then we smashed through the lock-in all the way to the finals. Mm -hmm. And then that was our first introduction to Jojo Pyun. Yours. Yeah, well, mine, yes. <laughs> the world's, the, the LCS <laughs> introduction, you know. Yeah. Uh, but you already knew. Uh, I heard a lot of people talking about it. Tim uh, was talking about him. Uh, Peter was talking about him, you know. And who was the one? I think, oh, uh, Kelsey. All of them were like, no, just give the kid a chance. It'll be great. I'm like, okay, I we'll mean, give this. These people are evil DNS employees. We're, we're evil DNS employees, so. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's their job, but yeah. Uh, and so, okay. Well, let's let's see. Um, because the talks, if you all forgot, it was, why didn't they sign Jensen? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I just remember that. Uh, I was thinking about that a couple of days ago. And it's like, yeah, remember that time when everyone was like, why are you singing th why are you signing this kid he's he's no one and what is he even gonna do and like rookies never work and like na na mid laners never work yes <laughs> oh wow it's been a while eh? like i, I got humbled anyone says that anymore yes and <laughs> sure. in, in, in an official way after the lock-in stage the inspiration of jojo pion and danny let's not forget danny his first yeah, game on the lock-in stage he got the penta with the senna Mm, oh, then he was collecting pectas, right? Yes. In spring, he was just getting one by one by one by one. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And and so the duo, after the lock-in stage, unofficially gave birth to the Live Evil pod. This is where I'm like, I need I need to make Wait, something really? happen. Yeah. I, I have was, no idea. <laughs> I, I was like, I need to pick a team this year because I've only been an LCS like fan in general, but I need a team. 
I need someone to impress me. Mm. And mm-hmm. Evil Geniuses gave me that vibe, that whole um, the whole attitude, the, the 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 you know the young energy, the brashness mixed in with impact and inspired. I was like, all right. And of course, Vulcan's tweet. I can't I can't stop looking at his tweet. It only got better as the year went on with Vulcan. Yeah, he definitely did his best to establish himself as a source of content. <laughs> uh, and so that unofficially gave birth to the Live Evil pod. And so now here we are looking at them, having great hopes. All right, what is our goal for spring? Make it to playoffs, show up well. Yeah, I think the goal was going to be like top three. Just show mm-hmm. up and have good games. I, I I like probably of course winning is always in the mind, but I do not think everyone at the G was expecting that win. No, no, nobody did. Like absolutely not. The year looked like a developmental uh, split for us. I'm sorry, the split looked mm-hmm. like a developmental like period Definitely, for us. Right? Yeah, growing up and then maybe uh, trying to go for the the whole thing in in summer. I think that's the idea that I had. Mm-hmm. And you can see it, and but you also get a, some a little flavor of the old EG where they're losing against opponents they should win against and able to stay competitive or beating those that they should have lost against. Or that was the idea. If you if you weren't, um, you know, a fan of EG, just look into their records for spring. Oh, it was a fifty-fifty split. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Academy yeah. also, like, meme and the Academy was was embodying that. But, yes, the LCS was similar. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, looking through the weeks of, you know, that spring, we had, we won against Dig, of course. We beat TSM. That was a very big one. But then we found out that TSM was not good at all. Um, and, you know, we had a l- lot of games where... Of course, we lost against C9, 100 Thieves. So, again, we, we really were in that developmental space. But as we got closer to the end of the split, you saw the potential again, right? I, I hated that first C9 loss. It was mm. against Soraka. You could mm. see that Jopion had never even interacted with a champion in his life. It was so, uh, so that, tragic. That was an LS draft. We were yeah, not. <laughs> yeah, that, they were not prepared for No, I mean... <laughs> What is the Soraka mean, bro? <laughs> aye. Aye. Look. And then it was, and then it was, I think it was Blower Olaf. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. That, that game was really frustrating to me. Now I think about it. But. Yeah. We're bringing good memories too. This was also the time when, uh, you know, a lot of teams tried the Janna top, Smite top, Smite, oh. Smite top. Oh, God. Yeah. And then Impact did the Karma top. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I remember oh. that game. It not was fun not fun to watch, but we got the win. <laughs> Yeah, he was messing around a lot, which is fine. Like, it's a spring. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Like, spring rollers doesn't right. matter. We took it much. as how it's meant to be. Development, solidify, and then you saw Jojo Pion getting better each game. Very visible. Oh, change. my. Yeah. <laughs> and then, he was trying. <laughs> and then the playoffs came around. Our draw was Team Liquid. <laughs> First game. I think was it? Let me let me make sure. Yeah, I'm not, the first yeah. series was Team Liquid. Team Liquid. Okay, uh, we made it to the winners bracket. We were we were top six, I think, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And everyone counted us out. And we, we, we were not too scared because we know we ha- we can go through the loser's bracket. But nobody gave us a chance. Predictions were 3-0 Team Liquid. 3-1 Team Liquid. We took them to game we five. five. We took it them to game It was a really five. good series. I, I think one of my favorite EG games of the year is still the, the fourth game in this series. With mm. the the mid lane to mid top swap with mm. uh, Jojo playing Lucian. The I mean Lucian into Lucian. Yes. Oh man, and lots of shenanigans. Yeah, <laughs> was so hype. Jojo completely dominating that lane was so hype. I mean, it's supposed to win, but it's still <laughs> it felt so good to see them do that. Yes. Uh, yeah, there it is. Rise impact. Jojo mm-hmm. and Lucian, Danny, you wanna you mm-hmm. something that uh, EG used to do a lot more uh, last year, mm-hmm. doing mid mid top swaps. I don't know yeah. if you remember. That Jisuke was the and Jisuke Impact. And Impact. Yeah, Jisuke yeah. and Impact mm-hmm. used to do that a lot, and then uh, also Jojo in Academy did it a couple of times with uh, with Tony. So this is like a th- some sort of classic EG flavor <laughs> going on. They they didn't do it again, but like the method. It's not that good for that, but it felt <laughs> like to me it felt really fun to to see it again. Yes, yes, that gave me like oh we could take game five after that, right? <laughs> we, we built that momentum, we could. And then there was the renegade. <sighs> yeah, that still haunts me, and you know it continues to haunt us throughout the year. Sometimes when yeah, you see I mean, it's, it's just it's just <laughs> it's an execution it's thing. I I don't think it's a bad. Okay, in general, I think it's a bad idea if you have no like if your plan does not work out in the first fifteen minutes. Renekton was so much worse back then, right? Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, definitely. So, no, I think only Impact was was picking Renekton too. And then we made the losers bracket run. We only lost one game to Fly. Amazing. We swept C nine, swept TL, Houston was like hype this was our time and we took our revenge on team liquid in the best fashion and a lot of our redditors have that as their favorite moment right like you you lose to them in the fifth game so that you can give it back yes (laughs) we tilted them from game one on because that was a close game that was the I I think that was that has got to be top three if not number one best LCS play ever because that was the game you know our, our redditors have put it personal Sherpa Joe Spaz um, yeah everyone was so everyone context, on Reddit uh, Chris asked Reddit about their favorite memory of the year and <laughs> everyone was just bringing this one up right uh, Danny Pentakill mm-hmm. Danny Pentakill Danny Pentakill. Danny Pentakill. Oh, or Pentacle Prince. Oh my gosh, we gotta. I gotta get a jersey of him. Regardless, I need it at that that and have that moment like forever immortalized. How, how he did it. Yeah, you can say, oh, it's a bug. Not a bug, but it's like a coding where Baron shouldn't. It doesn't matter. That was hype, as fuck. How he just deleted TL and then from then on there was no no doubt we would sweep them after that 
100 Thieves, the defending champ, that was our next opponent. Uh, was this the comment where Danny was like, I'm going to be humble and say 3-1? Was that another yeah, game? Um, the, it was after the TL series. Uh, the interview after the TL series, mm -hmm. he said, about let me ask him what did he think about 100. He said, <laughs> to be humble. Like, the absolute king he is. I just... That interview was that interview was so good. <laughs> Jojo being all completely, you know, um, arrogance and like, mm. and yeah, no, we're going to win, we're going to win, trio, trio, and then and then and then he like, no, 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 three one to be humble. <laughs> the team brought up a lot in Danny too, right? You know, he's he's more reserved, and we'll talk a little bit about that. I think we have a good memory as we're talking about some of the redditors comment a uh, special redditor made a comment very grateful uh that's a hint what's to come next then uh we got to msi uh that was again our first international event for for jojo for sure for danny for um no Vulcan? Not. no 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 <laughs> no, no. no, no, okay. no, no. <laughs> I know Inspired did, did went with Rogue Impact, of course. I mean, both teams champion. went to MSI mm -hmm. the, the mm -hmm. year before. Okay, <laughs> so two worlds. <laughs> two fifths of the team has never been to an international event. In fact, Vulcan went to Worlds his first year. Uh, That's right. LCS with with C9. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, with oh, Clutch Gaming. Was it yeah, Clutch? What? He was there. Yeah. Okay, oh boy. It's been, it feels like an eternity ago. Because I've always you, associated it. Did you not know about that? Like, Close Gaming had the same staff as CG. Like, I mean, a lot of the same staff. Like, right. Uh, the, the general manager was Andrew Barton. The scout was Empire. Just, just, huh. just some lore for you. Like, okay. they had Vulcan. Okay. Yeah, I did not realize who the staff were. Back then, I was only focused on the players. Mm -hmm. And Clutch Gaming had... had um, Tanner Time. Yeah, Tanner Time, right? Miss might have been there, too. Mm -hmm. Could be wrong. We shall... You said 2019? Yeah, and, uh, Clutch Gaming. Let's look into it for a little bit. But as we go on MSI, we it, it was a time to adjust, not just internationally, adjust to the meta. Um, and wow. Okay. Side note. I just found a picture of Vulcan when he was on clutch gaming. He looks so young. So yeah. Young. I mean, he was just a baby. That was so <laughs> long ago. Oh, man. Yeah. They had Rigby. They had Artemis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Gamers. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I've only known of back then because they had Huni and Demonte and Cody-san. It was a very good year for them. Wow. Learning something new every day. Um, going on into MSI, where was I? Oh, yes, MSI. Um, expectations were that we're just going to improve, that we're going to try our, uh, you know, try our best to be on par. It was a little bit discouraging to see how big the gap was during that time against G2, against RNG, against... I mean, they the only team. played two teams for the first time, right? Yes. I mean, the first round. So it was... It did feel really bad to lose heat so many times. <laughs> we kept losing. We got so much closer in our second I game against like them. Expectations were not tempered correctly. No. Like, Correct. Because a lot of people like were going hype from the finals. And they were mm -hmm. like, no, this team is going to do... Mm -hmm. It's normal if they don't do well because... 
They have two players that have never even like Jojo Bion had one split of experience, guys. Come on. <laughs> one split of experience, first year in the L uh, LCS. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, and then he had a hard time adapting. Uh, what was Jojo was a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Jojo was definitely still learning about like how you yeah, cannot learning cleanse learning about what champions do you know <laughs> yeah you, can not <laughs> you, you sure cannot cleanse against malzahar i don't know where where did that even like come up do you know like he I don't someone remember. was it in <laughs> it was in our discord someone i think peter or someone i'm not surprised i i, I had so many things in my brain i don't remember but <laughs> oh my gosh it's like oh my gosh that's the first time i learned that jojo really hasn't had that much exposure to league of legends because fundamentals are still learning he's still playing still... in 2020 so i will say yeah no <laughs> he's good with the newer champs but probably not as familiar with the older ones <laughs> that's where do we got the anivia yeah. it was a legitimate strategy <laughs> they just want to style on us want to humble him well he was not humbled he actually got more arrogant and you know what MSI performance, we were 100% win rate against the minor region teams. No, G2 cannot say that. They lost to, I think they lost to, who was that, Talon? They lost to someone. But we won every single game that we should have won. Yeah, that was pretty good. And then they got the win versus T1. Mm -hmm. That one was really fun to watch. It was an okay performance, all, all things considered, after mm -hmm. the start, because the start felt really bad, right? Yes. Oh, yes. And then they kind of adjusted and did a little bit more like what is expected, which mm -hmm. they made up for, right? Exactly. I feel like they used their series versus RNG was not super bad. Like, it just felt like, I mean, they were outclassed, but <laughs> <laughs> they were playing playing up to them really i mean it i i wasn't disappointed by this no no absolutely not um for what we went in <laughs> i don't know about you i got the feeling had we played one more week we had one more week of like games we would have been adapted to the ping issues and uh you know just gotten much better much more familiar and cohesive but that time was not wasted for us because, you know, what the talk was after that, coming into summer. MSI hangover, international mm -hmm. hangover, the travel mm -hmm. hangover. Yeah. You did a lot to, to try to prevent that from happening, mm -hmm. I feel. Yeah. They definitely gave them some, like, as many breaks as they could give them. And, like, I, like you, talk, oh, you talk to Jordan, right? So Yes. Talk to Jordan Sai. The amount of uh, work it went into the uh, by the performance staff to make sure they were all comfortable and like not pushing themselves too hard. Absolutely, go back to listen to the special episode with Dr. Really Jordan Sai, uh, Dr. Respawn. He sh it, it just shows the foresight and the um how the EG organization really thought about beyond just the video game and the performance and the m mental aspect. Every little thing goes into it from taking care of themselves. And they incorporated a lot of that. 
um, with physical therapy, um, and but also ergonomics. They talked about you know just uh, personal mental health as well, and they incorporated a lot of that. Like you said, those breaks were helpful. Understanding like managing you know scrim times, and of course he said like the the veteran players are the ones that take advantage of that. Like inspired and Vulcan and Impact, but the other two young ones were like, eh, I don't know what this is, but I'll do it anyways. Um, you saw a lot of that in, in the EG files. Yeah, right? the EG files, like, they, they show them like mostly doing recreational stuff and like, or uh, bonding activities and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Oh, the hint, if I didn't get a chance to talk about this at the end, Andrea did an amazing job to compiling everything that was on the media about EG. Go find her. I'll put it in the show link. But that's that's where you can review and enjoy the year of Evil Geniuses. Um, for the sake of time, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Summer came in. There was no hangover. We actually did well. We finished first mm -hmm. place in summer. It was a bit of a rockiness, but I felt that was more, um, you know, just uh, adapting, like trying something out. Um, and it was different than what I thought previous years when C9 and TL tried to do the same when they were so far ahead in the standings. Uh, this one, EG, actually uh, were figuring things out. We didn't lose a lot of those, which just didn't look cohesive. Going into the playoffs, uh, you know, we... What happened? Well, yeah, we, 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 we were sent to the loser's bracket again by C9 this time. And we climb ourselves out again. But it was that game that got us into the semis against Team Liquid. That one was the hype game for me. I don't know how much you remember of that uh, best of five series against Team Liquid. It was the game where Danny got caught out quite a few times. Um, mm -hmm. And... But we, what? How did it unfold? There was a, a there was a, a few picks and a few champions that I thought was amazing the way we played that. Uh, I have to pull up the game, but that one was probably my favorite moment of that whole uh, playoffs because we it got us into worlds and got us uh, back into the discussion of potentially making the finals again. I mean, it was very... I feel like playoffs was so stressful. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, it was the C9 series. I honestly was so scared when the C9 series happened because they looked like they completely boomed. <laughs> mm. I mean, not boom, but like it felt like they completely collapsed. Like, I didn't understand what... Like uh, To me, they played so bad. <laughs> Yes, yes, they, we got to be honest. They played I really mean, they bad. They played really bad, and they and their meteorite seems so, like, not effective against what Sinai mm -hmm. was bringing. And also, uh, Blabber was playing super well, by the way. Uh, but yeah. uh, I don't know. It, it felt like a collapse because you expect this team to dominate. And you don't only expect EG to come and win or beat T9. People were saying, now nah, they're going to 3-0 or something like that. It, it, and and then they they lose that series and it's like wait what? <laughs> yeah. So and then they go to the next series versus TSM and it's like so hard to win. Yes. It was so hard to win. So you're thinking like what's happening? Like I, like 
sure, they won that series, but it did not feel very good. No. Uh, Jojo had to like hard carry mm-hmm. one of the games. Like it felt like they 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 all weren't connecting to the game at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that sounds super toxic, but like you know, it felt like no, they weren't all performing well at the same time, and it's like it required an individual to go and do something. Yes. Like oh, inspired Byron Steel. Oh, I mean, no, it was a it was an Elder Steel, I think. Yeah. And yes, uh, so it was Jojo, the Elder Steel. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jojo Elder Steel with the uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm my brain. But anyway, <laughs> the point is that it did not feel very good, and that series was so stressful. Like that series mm-hmm. lasted like ten hours. Okay. Oh yeah. Exaggerating, but it was so long. It felt so long. And then when the teal. TL series happened. It was like I, I'm 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 out of here. Like I I just I just gotta deal with this. Like it was so stressful. Uh, like that series defines the year. Seriously, mm-hmm. I mean they they like in my mind they should have never gotten to this point, right? Mm-hmm. And of course we didn't know what was happening. Right. Later, after we find out what was happening, it all makes more sense. Mm-hmm. But right then we don't know, and it's like what happened to the team? Like what happened here? Because they sh- were supposed to come here and take it all. They were supposed mm-hmm. to win this playoffs, yes. right? Yes. So like, it felt really stressful that they had to fight so hard because it had the EE, the spring champions, had to fight their lives out. Oh yes. To go that, to worlds. Yeah. In that, in that that this that that series where Steel was what this was deciding if this year a success or not. <sighs> That's wild. In, and the same thing obviously happened to TL, and it feels super bad at TL mm-hmm. that, that it had to happen to TL too, because their year was decided on that series, and it, the decision was it was not mm-hmm. a success. Yeah, they brought in so much. They spent so much on mm-hmm. players. And, I mean, that like, team shouldn't have been so bad, right? Yeah, they should not have been in that position in the first place. Not that they were place. bad, but like, th- this team was created to dominate too. Correct, correct. So... Yeah, they had to fight for their lives. I mean, it, looking at it, it's almost like a mirror image. They lost to 100 Thieves in as in a 3-2. Three, uh, then they got into the loser's bracket. They had they to fight. They also had to fight CLG. Super Hard versus CLG to, to get Ooh. there. Too. CLG so, almost took that series. To be honest, I think they could have. Yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a little. <laughs> for those who don't know, Andreas, like, her, her second heart belongs to CLG. Good thing I have to. <laughs> okay, but yeah, that that felt so stressful. And honestly, after that, I was like ready for whatever. Like I <laughs> they made worlds. That's good enough for me. Yes. <laughs> and it, it was at that point we find out. Oh, Danny needs a break. And Reddit fans, you were all amazing in supporting him. My dog's even supporting him right now. Um, we still continue to support him and hope to see him get better. Uh, but Kaori needed to come in. And yeah, there was a very interesting story you shared with me like right before we started recording about Kaori. So yeah, I remember this very clearly because I... So I have updates for all the EG players. Like, but in the EG Discord, we got updates for the EG players that I will see whenever they're streaming. So I remember waking up one time and seeing that Kaori was streaming at like 7 a.m. And I was like, oh, I guess he's back in Europe because who who streams at 7 a.m.? And I remember checking and yeah, he's playing in EU. So I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. He's already on a break. And then two days after, the Danny things comes out and I'm like, wait, isn't Kaori in Europe? Who's going to play? So like they had to f- fly him back from Turkey 
so that he could play in LCS playoffs because he was already on a vacation. <laughs> wow. It was it added even more context of how little rest and no, the, little practice he had he with the team. In an interview, like he had, he had no idea what was going on in pro league. Like, right? He was not playing pro anymore. So it's like suddenly he has to f go back to North America and then get to be the team. And I think they had like two screams at most together mm -hmm. before the before the before, series versus yeah. other and wow uh, adding that context and we almost won that game that i mean that series was yeah. close sure that, that was a f silver scrape 100 thieves were probably not ready and i think the only chance they had against us was ban out lucian from kaori <laughs> I mean, they should have known. <laughs> <laughs> they should have known. They, they let him go again. Ah, no, you know? I don't think <laughs> they probably expected something a lot more lean focused and all that. I mean, that was the meta, right? Then, right? It was the Kalista meta in which you have to ban Kalista or else you play something that's lane dominant and enchanter support and all that. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so that, that kind of wraps up the review of 2022. What I'm going to do, I think I'll just split up the what's your favorite moment into two different pod. Today we will be talking about a special, special someone who left us our comment. We also need to talk a little bit about some of the changes we already know is happening in this staff. And then next time, next episode, I will just go through our favorite moments from all our Reddit um reddit contributors so andrea why don't you take it away like what is the what is the one reddit comment that you we from our special guest that we can share with the world so before it was announced that he's leaving uh peter came peter dunn <laughs> former uh eg staff <laughs> came into the reddit thread and commented and he gave us like his favorite memories of the year. So here was one for each of the players. So uh, I'm going to read a little bit. So like uh, for Impact, for he gave this, uh, he gave this, which is uh, people never see Impact as he really is in the West, but in Korea, he's actually super articulate and thoughtful. And this one with Ashley Kang before returning home to play at MSI was one of the best interviews I've ever seen with one of my players, where he links us the uh, the Corazon interview with Impact, which I agree with him. It's really good. Um, he also links, as a joke, the Zoomers let me go to the world's uh, meme. That you know, <laughs> you know that one, Chris? Yes, yeah. yes. That was, uh, that was, I mean, that was really funny. <laughs> and they did take him to Worlds, so thank you, Zoomers, <laughs> for taking Grandpa Impact to Worlds. Um, uh, so he says, uh, Peter says, Inspired has to be interviewing himself. He's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know if you have seen this, Chris. No, I did not. You you haven't seen it. Okay, so Inspired uh, in summer had this bit going on in his Twitter in which he was posting post-game interviews. Uh, and he was like, oh, but his, his name, his interview name was Expired. <laughs> <laughs> his interviewer <laughs> name was Expired. And he had this bit in which he interviewed an EG player after uh, after the games. And then eventually, like the last one, I think it was the last one he did, he had, mm. because he hadn't obviously interviewed Inspired, 
So he, he stood up to interview himself. So he is inspired <laughs> and inspired. And he, it's, it's super funny. You have to watch it if you haven't. All right. It's, All right. It's I'll go look for hilarious. it. Um, for Jojo, Impact says Jojo's family on EG Files. No further comment needed. Yes, the Jojo episode of EG Files, it's so good. Like, mm. you, you learn a lot about his backstory and like... Mm -hmm. Um, his family, the way they see him, it's it's so beautiful. Honestly, go watch that if you haven't. For Danny, Peter picks um, quote the three want to be humble interview from Danny and Jojo after the TL series in spring. Danny has always been very modest and reserved, and seeing him come out of the shell like that was a big deal. I agree that this is one of the best Danny moments. Mm -hmm. uh, we already talked about it. Uh, it's like such a definition of his personality, but he's letting, uh, he's showing the world. It's like, yeah, this is how I am. And it's, I think it's just so, I think the review was really fun because Jojo, I told you the contrast between Jojo being all like <laughs> gravado and everything. And then I mean like, no, 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 no. let's calm let's, down. <laughs> let's, let's have a peaceful, soft, we gotta be, you know, humble. <laughs> For Vulcan, this, uh, Peter says, for Vulcan, this is a specific tweak after everything that happened between him, EG, and C9, and how little chance most people gave EG before the series was a banger. So this is a tweet, uh, so this is a tweet in which Vulcan says, basically says that C9 is a great team, except they don't have a, <laughs> nana an, a native support <laughs> to, to complement the team, off. and it's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's such this. a banger. The way he works it is just so good. This was with Winsome at bot lane, right? Mm -hmm. you know, yes, this was when they had Winsome. Winsome. <laughs> uh, but it's so good because uh, if you don't know the context, like uh, mm -hmm. C9, I mean, he told C9 that he wanted a change in bot lane. So like mm. he was, <laughs> he basically told C9, not like this, uh, it, not like this, not to create drama, but he basically told C9 that either uh, it's either him or Sven, right? Mm -hmm. And they yeah. chose to keep Sven. Yeah. So not a secret, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, he obviously felt like they should have kept him instead, and that series at least he was uh, proven right. <laughs> <laughs> and then Peter ends his comment: If I had to pick one, probably the Danny one. It was a really big moment, and they backed it up the next day. Ironically, I see Danny Pentas so often in screams and was backstage in Houston, so didn't feel it that much with the crowd, so it didn't stand out as much. I remember him being on stage before hundred before the hundred thieves with the whole stadium cheering so loud it was shaking the stage and asking comes, why are they cheering for me more? <laughs> Thank you so much, Peter, for leaving this comment. It's a wonderful thing to do. Like he you really chose some really great moments from the year and I I think it's really nice of him to let uh the fans know how it feels. Mm -hmm. uh, this last thing, it's so like yeah, that moment in the, the I don't know it's in the documentary that they that DLCS put out. Did you watch that? Um, when how recent? Asked, Why are they cheering? For me? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, that's the calm, right? <laughs> so amazing. Like <laughs> he 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 seems really shaken by the fact that people are cheering his name. Like mm. people were Danny, Danny. Uh, and it's, yeah. And the the thing about screams, uh, this this comment. Ironically, I see Danny Pentasoft in screams. So I have this really funny memory of Jojo Pion during a CQ game with Danny, 
and Danny is about to just completely pop off, and Jojo is just talking because that's all he does. <laughs> and he's like, "What? Do you you don't know about Danny's team fighting?" And like, "Oh, I see this so much in screams. I'm not even impressed anymore." <laughs> like, I was like, and then wow. Danny goes, uh, goes on and goes and gets a penta, and Jojo's like, "Yeah, I'm not impressed anymore." <laughs> <laughs> like no wow that that was a high moment for us for the watchers not not just fans right also everyone that watched that game but for mm -hmm. peter it's like oh this is like just, just tuesday <laughs> it's like a like a oh, tuesday I scrim i miss him so much <laughs> i want to be in his position to watch so, that yeah uh, now that we are talking about peter we can talk about mm -hmm. the fact that he's no longer staying with the g which is feels as a fan it feels like a big deal because of things like what you just what we just talked about like he gave he went to the reddit thread and gave us a comment a really detailed comment of great moments of g this is the type of stuff that peter does right yes yes that is uh. so okay i want to talk about a little bit about this because mm -hmm. <laughs> we're talking about peter um he stayed he was with g for two years he came in for the 2021 season, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I, I have, I think I have talked to this about uh, with you, but uh, when I, I only really uh, started watching EG because Impact is my favorite player, so like I wanted to root for him, right? To, but like I wasn't super attached to the team at the start because it's whatever. <laughs> like you know, it happens sometimes, you know. You don't really get attached until later. And then I remember the moment in which my, my mindset changed a lot. It was this really long interview with Travis Gafford that Greg Kim and Peter Don did in early 2021, talking about the team, talking about the GE, mm -hmm. talking about their plans. And I remember this interview was like, oh, okay, okay. I think I can like this. So they talked a lot about uh, what their plan was, and their plan was like a multi-year plan, right? Mm -hmm. And they yes. talked a lot about how they wanted to the roster they built in which was you know the impact Svenskara and Jisuke Duffley ignore roster a lot, a lot of people didn't have high expectations right understandably maybe not but uh about that roster but for them it was like it it was this idea that you don't have to sacrifice um the the present which is uh, winning now, to make sure you win in the future. And a lot of the foundations of why 2022 happened were laid in 2021. So, like, EG had this team that was, like, it was almost entirely veterans in the team, right? Yeah, it was entirely veterans in LCS, but then they had two teams underneath those, right? Mm -hmm. They had EGA in EG Academy, mm -hmm. and they had uh, EGP. Yes. And the first seed, uh, and the, and then, like, and who was playing uh, in those teams? In Evil Dunes Prodigies, we had Shiro, mm -hmm. who then will rename to Danny in summer to mm. play for the LCS team. And in Evil Dunes Academy, we had Joyo Pion, who was a f former, former, former Fortnite pro gamer who had just trans uh, transitioned into starting playing League full time and who was like, completely destroying academy right mm -hmm. <laughs> so like the foundations to the year that was 2022 
really started uh, as this sort of plan that was laid out by Peter Don, by Greg Kim, by Andrew Barton, by you know all of these people that were at DG in early 2021. And I think that interview was the moment when I when I when I it clicked to me what they were trying to do, and I started to think, okay. Okay, let's go. I, I believe in what you're selling me. I believe in what you're saying. I want to see how it goes. I want to see if it succeeds. Because uh, anyone can say that. Anyone can say, oh, we have a multi-year plan and we plan to... Blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Okay, show me what you're doing to commit to this and if you are actually going to go through it. And and for me, I always felt like they were really fulfilling a lot of what they were saying. Like, yes. next next split, like, okay, spring failed. Okay, next split, promote Danny from literal amateur he he didn't even play a single academy game mm -hmm. we have enough trust in our staff in our instructors in the way we have laid out everything so we, we know he will succeed and then he does succeed and then the next year okay you don't believe in jpm well we do so let's put him in and then they get a championship out of it so like you can see the whole you can see the the way they 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 got here and it all and to me i i remember that interview a lot because i think yeah they said it, they would, and they did. Hmm. And that's when, and, and that interview was like uh, the reason why I started like getting more invested into Evil Geniuses. So it basically, uh, Peter Don convinced me that I should be an EU fan, so I did. So it was not only me, to be honest. Like I feel like Peter was such a brand boost for EG mm -hmm. last year because he was doing every single interview in the world. Like he was doing all the yes. talk shows. He was talking so much <laughs> about oh. his team that people started, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Slow okay, down. Okay, okay, we, we believe you. We believe you, right? So like, but, uh, he's he's. Oh my gosh! Just listening to some of his interviews. If you haven't got a chance, pick one. Pick anyone of his. It's yeah. so great to listen and the, the the thinking process, the mind. He's a genius. I'm I'm sad he's no longer an evil genius, but he's a genius nonetheless. Uh, we he'll all be missed. So I, I hope that. Well, look. First of all, I think wherever he ends up, they're lucky to have him. He's gonna be building something amazing. Um, but I'm I'm really also hoping that we continue whatever um he started building with Evil Geniuses and we go forward with that because it's it's a good foundation, solid foundation, long term plan. Like you said, right? Uh, a lot of teams have talked big, but they eventually decide to blow it up but now this we held through we went and, and we went through all of that and the result is great to see and we just hope multiple successes come from this uh, blueprint that he gave us oh it's an ode to peter i should probably call that episode this ode to peter and we have a couple more changes. Rigby will be in the military service. Yeah, uh, we knew this already. We had been waiting mm -hmm. for it. It's not news really, but I mean, it does feel a bit more stressful now that I mean, <laughs> stressful. I say stressful. Like <laughs> they have to. Ch that's that's two big staff changes, right? It's not just one. So yes. In the near future, once we learn of anything, we'll let you know what the changes will look like. Um, but if we were to take Peter's word at it, he said we will be excited for it. Um, it's still not going to be the same, but I, yeah, it's... I'm not like super worried because, mm -hmm. it, as I said, like he has earned my respect when it comes to like staff signings and like the way they have set up uh, the restructures and whatever. 
I trust I trust I trust the staff that's still there to mm. make sure everything goes the same way. Awesome. And awesome. Well, to end with a more happy note, happy birthday this week to our uh, scout, our academy scout. Is that? I hope no, that I got that right. No, the scout <gasps> general, head of scouting. Head of scouting. Well, mm -hmm. boy, have Empire. I got that wrong. <laughs> Empire. Uh, Great guy. And we hope to continue uh, enjoying your talent in scouting. I know for sure we will have an exciting year in Academy. Yeah. Banger talent. We will, uh, next episode, again, we will go through some of your favorite moments. We'll also talk about some of the implications, potential implications or rumors that I've heard with regards to evil geniuses when they are bringing in a new staff. Um, and that is my part. Andrea, how do you want to sign us off today? Oh, just... Um what a year <laughs> i i ex i sort of expected this year but did not expect it at all it was a really confusing year because oh you as i said before oh you expect them to win they lose oh you expect <laughs> them to lose they win um and they it's just so emotional i just i cannot even it towards, you know <laughs> let's be honest we, we wouldn't like we won't want it any other way they they really get us invested because of because of this roller coaster we're super invested to know don't we don't know what will happen next but we're excited and they've reached a new high and we're hoping they reach higher highs in going into 2023 all right with that said thank you all for tuning in also as a a a Something as a recommendation, go f subscribe to the Naman, N A Men, A N A A Men, or I don't even know it's how to pronounce it. N A Men podcast. Exude nothing but positivity for the LCS region. And uh, that's kind of what we need as we continue to build our brand. Um, and Andrea, of course, is one of the regular, uh, makes a regular appearance there. And so with that said, until next time, folks, live evil. <laughs>